Blog Talk Radio. This is the national premiere Soccer League show hosted by Daniel Feuerstein, the show dedicated to the NPSL club and the fans. Your host, Daniel Feuerstein. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to this special edition of the Feuerstein Spire American Soccer Show, the National Premier Soccer League Show, number two, as we get ready to talk to those special clubs these new clubs in the expansion year of 2023 getting ready for their first season in the league. Joining me right now is the co-founder of the brand new Charlottetown Hops FC. Casey Carr joins me right now. Casey, welcome to the show and welcome to the National Premier Soccer League. Thank you. Happy to... uh... Happy to be here and happy to be able to announce uh, both, right, joining the, the league and, and getting the brand kicked off. Absolutely, and it's going to be a fun year this year. Now, um, when did you decide, along with uh, whoever your partners were, if this is a solo uh, project of yours, great to have you on, when did this idea come about, and what is it about the town of Charlotte that has been so soccer crazy that you had to get your foot into the water. Yeah, so I think the, the idea came apart. Um, uh, Matt Spear is one of the co-founders, and uh, Michael Hitchcock, um, most people know him as Hitch. Uh, the three of us have known each other for several years now and worked in various capacities. Uh, Matt was uh, previous with the USL club, head coach, I ran a NISA club for a little while, and obviously Hitch has got a, a, a long background um, in U.S. soccer. And so we've been talking about the idea of joining the NPSL and doing something within the NPSL, and the timing just felt right. We came up with kind of the right ideas at the right time, and, you know, Charlottetown Hops, so to speak, was, was born from, from those conversations. And I think when you look at Charlotte, um, I think it's just kind of exploding from a – uh, soccer fan base from uh, people that are hungry for more players continuing to get developed. So it's a really unique and fun time. Obviously, the Charlotte FC coming to town has kind of helped create that explosion. Um, but it's a great time to be here. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Charlotte FC has done a great job. We all know about the independence and USL League One. They have done a good job, too. And, uh, Charlottetown Hops. Now, obviously, when you think of hops, it's basically one of the main ingredients to create beer, brewery. Is that where the idea came from for the nickname, or was it because of something else? No, absolutely. There's 45-plus craft breweries now in the Charlotte area. It's been, uh, if you look at Charlotte in general, it's kind of that scene has exploded as well, and I think the ultimately clubs, especially at, at this level, right, are all about driving community connection, and no one does that better. Um, no sport does that better than soccer, in my opinion, and and craft breweries in general um, are community centers, right? They're always 
coming up with creative ways to connect people and bring the, the community together. And we've got so many in Charlotte that we wanted to really lean into both of those um, brands, right? The beautiful game meeting the <laughs> the beautiful beverage, if you will. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean and why not have a pint for me. Why don't you, when you're uh, done with our little interview here, but uh, other than that, yeah, exactly. Um, wh- exactly. Wh- where will this club be uh, performing at? Uh, will it be shared with any of the current clubs currently, or uh, you found a high school or a collegiate stadium? Where will you be playing uh, your MPSL seasons? Yeah, actually, so we're, we're really excited about the venue. So we've um, got a great relationship with a, a local youth club that has an incredible facility. Um, so we've got a stadium at the facility, access to some really nice brand-new locker rooms. The field's incredible. It's massive. It's like 120 by 80. So we partnered with um, Charlotte Soccer Academy. It's one of the largest youth academies in the area. So. Um, we're really excited about kind of leaning into that as well and having access to what's really one of the nicer facilities in the area. No, that's great to hear. And and for those of us that are not familiar with that youth academy, how successful has it been? How many players have come from there? And will you also be dipping into uh, the roster for some of those players that have graduated from that academy as well? Yeah, no, so great question. Actually, we just um, so we we just announced our coaching staff over the last uh, two weeks. It's the fun part of doing a, an announcement. When we are, it's kind of a sprint, right? So every few days, there's some fun things coming out. So some of our coaches are actually a part of the youth academy um, with some really great success. Uh, and the club itself is seven thousand plus members. Uh, Charlotte folks will know some of the local players that have gone. Jalen Lindsay's an alumni um, playing for Charlotte FC. You've got some youth national team players that have come to the club. So there's a strong history there. And then obviously Charlotte in general has um, some really top players starting to come through as it's exploded onto the scene. So we're excited about obviously the partnership there, but also kind of finding some of the other great players that are coming out of the city. Now, will you also be scouting some players that have been playing? Obviously, there's uh, UNC and, of course, there's Charlotte campus and, uh, you know, any of the local high schools and any other the colleges within the state of North Carolina. Will you be trying to draw some players to come and join your side? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the nice thing about where we are located right now is you've got some incredible uh, collegiate high school and clubs. Uh, in the area, right? From from Clemson's had some really great years the last couple of years to Winthrop winning and uh, doing well in Wingate and Queens University. And then you've got obviously all the ACC schools with Chapel Hill not far away as well and, and lots of kids from Charlotte going to those schools. So Wake Forest, you know, there's countless schools that are uh, we're excited to kind of help create some exposure for some of the talent coming through those places. Now, for those of us that uh, are not aware or not sure, I'm assuming you know already which uh, division or conference you'll be located in. Uh, which conference will you be playing uh, in and, and uh, who are your opponents going to be? Yes, yes. so um, we'll be playing, uh, you've got like Appalachian FC up in Boone, which will be probably a, a nice close rival for us, which will be a lot of fun. Um 
we're working through the schedule still, but you've got uh, the latest additions in Knoxville and then the, the Atlanta groups. So it should be a uh, fun season for us. Mm-hmm. No, it should be, and it's going to be exciting. Uh, if I can, yeah, Apple, Appalachian FC, uh, boy, that's going to be interesting and a fun one, I think. Uh, how far away is Boone from Charlotte? Yeah, we're talking an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, it's a quick drive, so I th- I think there'll be a lot of fun. Um, and there's a lot of Charlotte area residents that have gone to App State, which is obviously right there, um, and a lot of kind of connections between the two, right? People tend to escape up to Boone uh, in the summers as well. So that will be a fun rivalry. Obviously, they've had a tremendous uh, start to their their. Uh, life as a club, and, and it's fun to watch and see, and we're excited to kind of see how we can grow. They've got a great job so far. Absolutely. Now, I don't want to put any pressure on you, obviously. You know, you still have a lot to do to get ready for this 2023 <laughs> season, but somewhere down the line, we already know Charlotte, Charlotte Independence uh, rebuilt the um, the stadium that's over at the college just down the road. Um, from downtown Charlotte, the I believe the uh, the Legion Stadium. Memorial Stadium. Uh, currently, yeah, well, thank you. The Memorial Stadium. I, I I meant to say that. Thank you very much. Um, obviously, Charlotte FC is currently you know the same owner as David Tepper with the Carolina Panthers at Bank of America Stadium. Uh, but I'm just curious to you know, will the Hops somewhere down the line? I'm not saying it has to be right away or the next day, unless you get the Acme. Uh, stadium growing beans and you bury it in the ground and just pour water and there it is. <laughs> but will there be a stadium in the future somewhere down the road? Yeah. I mean, I think you always want to look and see how you can grow and see how you can add to the community. And so, I mean, I'm never going to say never on, on something like that. I think we're fortunate that there's some really great venues right now and some great soccer being played in the area. And so as we connect and grow, what makes sense, we'll continue to push for Right. Um, the key for us is connecting, highlighting some, some talented soccer players that are already in the area and hopefully also giving opportunity to, you know, the, the tons of talented uh, future executives and creatives and the marketing side and design folks and, and creating a lot of opportunity through this to, to help push people on. So I think we're going to have a whole lot of fun and we'll see where it goes from there. Absolutely. Now, I was just curious to know. Uh, obviously, you want to hire the best head coach that you're, you know, trying to get. But is there a type of style? What type of tactics do you like to see your club play in? Even a formation? <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, are you a standard four-four-two guy? Do you like the current four-two-three-one situation? Do you like to press? Do you like to counter? What do you <laughs> think suits your side? to attack. Yeah, I mean, listen, we I think we've hired an, a really strong coaching staff from Morteza, who's got a uh, national team in Iran experience and coached at some really high levels and played professionally, and our assistant coaches that are uh, between Steve Gummer and Zane Barnes, who's been at Winthrop, and Gummer, who's led the youth. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to let them kind of drive that as much as we can. Obviously, I think from from my personal style, I'd love to see an attacking brand that helps highlight uh, the best of what our players are, right? But as we build the roster, we'll I think we'll 
identify what makes the most sense from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And like I said, look, there's no pressure on my side of things. I uh, just want to see the game growing here in this country, growing more in North Carolina, especially around the Charlotte area. Um, to me, I think this is a great idea to see uh, Charlotte getting another ta- another club. And of course, down the road, hopefully, uh, that big tournament that we all love and we all cherish, the U.S. Open Cup, how important would that be to see Charlotte, not just to have Charlotte FC and Charlotte Independence always going in there, but having three clubs representing the town going into the Open Cup? Yeah, I mean, what a better feeling, right? Then, uh, you know, obviously, the Open Cup is, is just incredible from a opportunity creation, but how fun is that to local rivals that being able to see the town represented put on the map from players that are here. I mean, I don't think you can ask for anything more. And, and clearly we we want to strive to, to do as well as we can and create as many opportunities as we can. And I think the U.S. Open Cup is one of the best ones available for, for MPSL clubs, but, you know, obviously lower lower division teams, that's an incredible opportunity. So, of course, that's something we will look forward to and, and push for. All right, let's get back to uh, some serious brewing here. What's your favorite type of beer you like to have at these craft these craft breweries all over Charlotte that you love to visit so much? Man, I'll tell you what, they uh, continue to grow. There's some really fun, exciting ones. Uh, Charlotte continues to, to kind of change and, and challenge. I've actually uh, enjoyed some of the collaborations between the different groups now. Um, I think I've gone through the like a lot of craft brewery people, right? You've got the, the seasonal IPAs that people love to go through, and then and then now they're starting to come up with some new things. So I don't know if I have a favorite at the moment, but I think one of the most fun parts about this is there's so many different places to try. There's new ones coming in from other areas, and and they challenge each other, right? So it's uh, it's hard to beat right now. Absolutely. Well, Casey, look, I just want to say congratulations on being into the NPSL. Good luck with uh, Charlottetown Hops. I uh, hope you're very successful and uh, continued success into the future, hopefully after this year. Have a good evening, and thank you for joining the show. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having us on, and uh, look forward to uh, hopefully having more of these over the next few years. Absolutely. Have a good night once again, and good luck. All right, that's uh, co-founder of Charlottetown Hops FC. That's Mr. Casey Carr joined us tonight as we get ready to continue on here with the NPSL Soccer Show. As once again, this, my friends, is what we've all been hoping to see and uh, just been enjoying uh, the conversation with... uh, Excuse me, Casey Carr at Charlottetown Hops FC. First club right out of the gate to talk about their new expansion season, getting ready for the U.S. Oh, excuse me, the NPSL. Can't put them in the U.S. Open Cup yet. we got to see if they're going to find a way to do something special uh, moving on uh, into this current season. But it's going to get underway soon, and we're going to have these clubs ready to go ready to go out and have a bang. 
So it's just one of those things that we're ready to go and ready to see, and it should be a lot of fun. Waiting now on uh, Greenville United, president of the club, Michael McCarron, to join me tonight on the show. As apparently we all know there's a Greenville, South Carolina, but this club is actually in Greenville, North Carolina. So more North Carolina clubs are coming into the NPSL, and um, it's, uh, it's a lot of great things to see more clubs being created in towns that obviously uh, either we are aware of or not aware of that have been around. Now, obviously, there's more than one Hollywood in California. Obviously, there's a Hollywood in Florida. There's a Manhattan in New York, obviously. There's Manhattan in California, even though it's Manhattan Beach. But still, though, uh, there will be different towns uh, in different states moving around. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen there. But as we are awaiting uh, Mr. Michael McCarron, join us tonight uh, on the show. Hopefully, um, we're just going to see what the situation will be as we keep on going with the show. Now, for those of you wondering, uh, as we wait for my next guest, yes, it is a fun time to be here at the NPSL. Uh, We talked to, of course, those clubs who qualified for the U.S. Open Cup. That's going to start end of March, talking to some of these clubs here that have been now officially 2023 expansion teams, getting ready to uh, talk to and uh, getting ready to discuss as we get ready uh, to have a little fun here. Have a little fun. Enjoy ourselves. But one thing is for sure. As we get ready here for the NPSL soccer show, um, we already talked last year on uh, last season's show, I should say, uh, with Annapolis, with the ownership group there. And that, of course, now being called the Annapolis Blues out of Maryland. Um, of course, very cool uh, shield with a crab in the inside a circular shield holding a soccer ball within its claws. And it's just really cool to see that. Really, really cool to see that. And really cool to see the creativity of uh, how they create these um, shields and logos for these clubs as we get ready to move on forward here. And especially with Greenville, um, it looks like their shield, it's a circular border in a, a forest green, I think, with a, I would say maybe a, maybe a mustard yellow uh, writing with a circle in the middle, and there's a stag in it, and a soccer ball next to it. Now, obviously, this is probably an amateur team at first uh, that was established in the 2020 season. Now they've made the jump to the national leagues, 
which would be USL League Two and the NPSL. And uh, as of right now, that looks uh, pretty cool in my eyes. Um, I think it's a it's a club that probably decided they're ready to make the jump and ready to go. And they're part of uh, uh, Carolina's statewide league. Uh, they are the first flight North Carolina champion. Of course, getting their information here on Twitter as we are getting ready to hopefully have uh, Mr. Michael McCarran on as we are waiting for him to join in. And we'll see what happens, obviously, and hopefully he'll be joining us very, very soon. Um, but, you know, these are the types of teams that are saying, you know what, we want to test our metal at a higher level. And that's for sure. And that's what these expansion teams are going to be uh, getting involved with themselves now with the MPSL because they're going to find out. They're going to find out that all these clubs in the MPSL, they're going to give them a test. It's going to be a run for their money. And, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be anything, uh, you know, it's not going to be an e- a picnic here. They're going to get tested. You know, a lot of these teams fighting, scratching, clawing, they truly want to get involved in these games and they're going to face some solid competition here because they're not a single in their respective conferences and from their regions will be taking a night off. They will not be taking a night off whatsoever. So hopefully they'll understand moving forward. This is going to be a really, really tough, tough cookie to crack. And that's all you can really say. And, you know, watching some of these games that have gone on in the MPSL, whether it be through the Open Cup streams, uh, whether it be through uh, being in person at the final between FC Motown and Miami FC2 at that particular point in time, you know, this is the situation that, uh, you know, This is the situation that we all have to uh, notice, is that it's a very competitive league. We all know this. All the leagues are competitive in the States. But the MPSL, you know, once again, you got owners that are really committed. And, you know, going back to those owners that I've always – I've had on this show already, like uh, Giovanni – excuse me, I should actually – Damon Gochner from uh, Denton Diablos and uh, Andrew Walgus of uh, Atlantic City FC, Sonny D'Alessandro over at uh, Tulsa Athletic, and Giovanni Talafiorio. I probably butchered his last name already, so I'm going to go quickly look it up just to make sure I say his name correctly. Yep, Giovanni Talafiero, and that is Central Florida Panthers. You know, it's those owners that, you know, 
that truly care about being a PSL. And, you know, they try to make as much magic as, as much as possible. Still waiting uh, for Mr. Michael McCarron, uh, the president of Greenville United, to join me tonight to talk about his club in Greenville United from Greenville, North Carolina. And uh, hopefully he will be joining me tonight. And uh, hopefully we'll have him on to talk about uh, what's so special about Greenville United, why they want to make the move into the NPSL to be part of one of the top national leagues in uh, the in U.S. soccer. So hopefully we'll uh, have him on and uh, hopefully we will uh, be ready to go and uh, we will see what uh, you know, he would like to talk about. So, and once again, you know, we're going to talk about these clubs moving forward here. And here's the list of clubs right now. It's going to be a two-part show uh, tonight and next Friday. So tonight is the first of two shows. But these are the clubs, once again, that we're going to talk about. And that'll be, of course, tonight. And there, of course, will be next Friday. We have 865 Alliance. We have California Odyssey. We had uh, already Charlottetown Hops. We're going to have Des Moines United uh, later on in the show tonight. Atar Belleville FC. And the rest of the clubs, of course, once again, Greenville United. Uh, the Iowa Raptors FC. Uh, Philadelphia Union, their developmental squad will now be the NPSL, and I believe they'll be the second or the third MLS side to put an under-23 team or at least some, some form of a developmental squad team uh, in the NPSL. Uh, the Virginia Dream FC, and finally, West Texas FC. So it's a good range of clubs coming around and wanting to be a part of uh, the MPSL, and it's going to be exciting and a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, just cannot wait to see what's going to happen here uh, when we get the 2023 season all underway. And then we'll find out uh, then, of course, when the season does begin, which of these expansion teams will be placed in which region. Now, obviously, we already talked about um, – Charlottetown Hops being involved, uh, maybe in the you know possibly in the Southeast Conference. They will be in the East Region now. Obviously, that's probably where um, Greenville United will probably go uh, in the Midwest. I'm assuming we'll probably have Iowa Raptors and uh, Des Moines United, and probably also in the Midwest Region. Uh, we'll probably see. Uh, Atar Belleville. They're basically based in southern Illinois, very close to the border of Missouri, uh, not far away from St. Louis. Just learned that myself, actually, going on Google Maps to see where they are located. And we'll get more about with them when we get to them a little bit later on the show. And Mr. Brian Thomas, the president of the club, will be joining us uh, on the show to talk about that. But once again, uh, California Odyssey, I'm assuming they'll be in the West region, 
probably either in the Golden Gate Conference or in the Pacific Conference. We'll have to wait and see where they'll be located. But once again, um, you know, all these clubs getting this opportunity uh, to be involved, Virginia Dream probably going to be located more um, in the East region. Probably my guess would be Mid-Atlantic Conference because Virginia Beach City uh, and Northern Virginia United are located in this Mid-Atlantic Conference along with FC Frederick, Alexandria Reds, and First State SC along with Groove United. So I'm expecting them to go into the Mid-Atlantic Conference in the Eastern region. So, you know, this is going to be very interesting. Uh, This is going to be exciting. And a lot of fun to talk about. But once again, you know, this is the MPSL. This is what we've all been hoping for. And uh, hopefully um, we're going to still give time to Mr. Michael McCarron, the president of Greenville United, to hopefully join us tonight. Maybe he's probably having some uh, connection issues that we're not aware of. So hopefully he will be joining us tonight. And we'll see what happens uh as we got plenty of time here. Now, obviously, we'd love to have Virginia Dream on tonight. Unfortunately, they were not able to uh, come on, but that's okay. And hopefully, we'll have them on somewhere down the road uh, during the season. And hopefully, we can get some uh, questions asked going on. Uh, real quickly, um, if the, some of you are watching the CONCACAF Under-17 Championship semifinal tonight, uh, as of right now, it's uh, still at half time, and the United States leading – uh, one goal to nil over Canada right now. And the first goal of the match was scored by Micah Burton in the 36th minute off of a set piece that blazed right inside the near post. And that was an excellent, excellent goal being scored by Micah Burton. Moving on. So for those of you curious to know that for the U.S. under-17s right now, defeating host nation Guatemala five to three they have advanced and qualified to the fifa under 17 world cup that will be played in peru later this year so the under 17s going to south america to take on uh, whoever else gets qualified from their respective under 17 tournaments and as of right now it looks like uh, both teams are heading back onto the pitch down in Guatemala in the semifinal. The first semifinal was played earlier today, and that was between Mexico and Panama. And right now, Mexico looks like they have uh, won their semifinal match this afternoon, around 4 o'clock, 4.30 this afternoon. So they are in the final, and they're awaiting the winner of this one. And we'll see what the U.S. will do. Canada playing strong. And, uh, you know, look, you cannot overlook anyone on the Canadian team right now. So we, uh, all you have to say is it's right now uh, on Fox Sports 2. You could probably also catch it on the Fox Sports app in their video department on the, on the app. So go ahead and watch this second half. The second half is about to get underway. But once again, this is the MPSL Soccer Show. I'm still waiting for uh, Mr. Michael McCarron president of Greenville United, uh, waiting for him to uh, join us tonight, as we are uh, very excited, very, very excited to have on 
Mr. Michael McCarron, if he uh, to join us uh, tonight's show, and hopefully uh, he will be ready to go and ready to have some fun. And all I can say is, is that being in the MPSL, it's a lot of fun. It's it's very exciting. And I know the fans from Greenville United are probably hoping and hearing that um, Mr. McCarron will be joining us tonight. And I'm also hoping, or I hope, I should say, the fans from Charlottetown Hops uh, also uh, came on the show tonight to give uh, Mr. Carr a listen there about the club and getting ready to move forward and, uh, you know, have an exciting 2023 season to begin their travels in the National Premier Soccer League. So we shall see what's going to happen and we shall see what the situation will be as we get ready for this 2023 season. And as always, here are the um, the regions and all the different conferences that uh, we're going to have. And I'll just rattle it off until we can get Mr. Uh, – hopefully Mr. McCarron will be joining us tonight. So uh, some of you probably know it, but for some of you that are not aware – uh, here are the different regions, obviously, West Region, Golden Gate Conference. We have Academica SC, Contra Costa FC, El Farolito will be representing uh, the MPSL in the U.S. Open Cup, FC Davis, Napa Valley 1839, Oakland SC, the Oakland Stompers, Sacramento Gold, uh, San Ramon FC, and Sonoma County Seoul FC in the Pacific Conference. Crossfire Redmond was also going to the Open Cup, FC Arizona, Internet, Inter Portland Select, the Las Vegas Legends, Lions United, and OSA Seattle FC. In the Midwest region in the Great Lakes, we got Carpathia FC, FC Columbus, FC Milwaukee Torrent, Muskegon Risers, and Panathinaikos Chicago. In the North Conference, you have Dakota Fusion. Uh, Duluth FC, Joint Saint Joy St. Louis Park, LC Aris, Mid Med City FC, Minneapolis City SC, Minnesota Twin Stars FC, and Sioux Falls Thunder in the Rust Belt Conference. Um, Grin City FC, Cleveland SC, Erie Commodores FC. I still think, not sure if FC Buffalo will it'll still be here. In the MPSL, because they did make an announcement that they're probably moving to USL League 2, uh, but hopefully they'll have two teams, like some of these other clubs in MPSL that has a, uh, a second team in the USL League 2, so hopefully that's the situation. And Pittsburgh Hotspurs, of course, renaming themselves as Steel City FC now, of course, representing uh, the Pittsburgh area. South Region, Gulf Coast Conference, uh, as we get ready. Uh, AFC Mobile, Florida Roots, Jacksonville Armada FC under 23. They're going to the Open Cup. New Orleans Jesters, Pensacola FC, Southern State SC, and Tallahassee SC. Heartland Conference, Arkansas Wolves SC, the Club Atletico St. Louis, Demise NPSL, OKC 1889, Rain FK, Sunflower State FC, and of course Tulsa Athletic. Perennial Open Cup participants qualifying every single year for these last couple of years. Lone Star Conference, Austin United FC, CF10 Houston FC, 
Corinthians FC of San Antonio, Coyotes FC, the Denton Diablos, FC Brownsville, Fort Worth Vaqueros, Irving FC, Laredo FC, Lubbock Matadors. In the Sunshine Conference, Atletico de Miami Beach, Central Florida Panthers, Magia FC, Miami Dutch Lions FC, Miami United FC, and Naples United FC. Miami United also going into the, MP- into the Open Cup, but went through the qualifying stages, not through uh, qualifying in the playoffs for the Open Cup. And as we keep on going here, in the East Region, Keystone Conference, Atlantic City FC, Electric City Shock, FC Monmouth, FC Motown, the defending NPSL Cup champions, Hershey FC, Jackson Lions FC, four New Jersey clubs already involved, Pennsylvania Classics, Philadelphia Lone Star, the Philadelphia Ukrainian Nationals, Open Cup champions of the past, Torch FC and West Chester United SC. In the Mid-Atlantic Conference, Alexandria Reds, FC Frederick, First State FC, Grove United, Northern Virginia United, and Virginia Beach SC. In the North Atlantic Conference, Cedar Stars FC that's based in New York and around the Bronx, Hartford City FC, Kingston Stockade in Kingston, New York, the New York Shockers, based out of Albany, Syracuse FC, and Velo FC in the Southeast Conference. Finally, Apotheos FC, Appalachian FC, the Georgia Revolution, the Georgia Storm, LSA, Atletico, Lanier, and finally, North Alabama FC. That is all of the conferences in the four different regions of the National Premier Soccer League. And once again, catch all the exciting action at the NPSL.com, the National Premier Soccer League's website, NPSL.com, as we once again get ready for another fantastic season of NPSL conversation here on the 14th Fire American Soccer Show. You know, I have to say, and I try not to toot my own horn too much. You know, I, I try not to do too much of that because, I, you know, I want to let the clubs and the league do all the talking uh, to talk about themselves and give them the platform to have the spotlight put under uh, above them so that they can go and talk about themselves. But once again, um, you know, Gary Moody in the uh, front office of the club, of the, excuse me, of the league, uh, wanted me to be a part of this, uh, wanted me to do, uh, you know, a part of uh, this club. And we'll see moving forward, and uh, we'll have a little fun. Um, so as we get ready, we have, I believe, we have a guest on. And who is calling in, please? Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, this this is Brian Thomas yes, from uh, 8 North Melville. 
Oh, hi. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, Atar Belleville FC and Mr. Brian Thomas, the president of the club, joining us tonight. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the show, sir, and congratulations on being a part of the National Premier Soccer League. Well, thank you very much. I really, I really appreciate that. We all do. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad you're on the show. If I can ask you this, um, why the NPSL and what will uh, this club mean for the people of Belleville, Illinois? Uh, well, it was – everything is uh, – we started a couple of years ago, and uh, it was really just uh, sitting around, like, in the mornings watching Premier League and, and talking and being like, you know, we could have a soccer team. And then uh, everything just kind of started steamrolling for us. You know, we uh, – had a couple tryouts, uh, hooked up with the uh, the local college here, uh, Southwest Illinois College, uh, and their uh, team's coach um, to use the to use their field, uh, and then through them we met uh, Ricky, who owns Club Ath- uh, Atletico over in St. Louis, um, and the next thing we know we knew we were talking about it. What a perfect like natural rivalry would be to have two teams in the same league. Literally, you know, we're, we're maybe 10 to 15 miles from uh, downtown St. Louis from, from the arch. So uh, it just seemed like a natural fit. And then the, the ball just started rolling from there. And we went through the registration process and all that kind of stuff. And uh, here we are. And here you are. And, yeah, I, I looked yep. you up, actually, on Google Maps, and I was very surprised to see how close uh, Belleville is to St. Louis, like you said. Uh, you're just on the other side of the arch, and um, I, 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 I don't know if I should even ask this question, but, you know, Southern Illinois, I mean, are you still – are you considered, like, suburbs of St. Louis, or do you still consider, like, you know, part of the whole – I guess maybe Chicago situation, though they're more north. Uh, no, that's, that's actually almost a, like a little taboo to talk about. Like uh, we're we're a suburb of St. Louis. It's like the Metro East is what we're called because we're on the east side of the Mississippi River. But uh, you know all the TV stations and everything we get are are all St. Louis. Uh, we're four hours from Chicago, and uh, <clears throat> we're downstate, and there, you know it gets a little. Uh, tumultuous when you talk about it because a lot of people think that uh southern Illinois should be its own state and you know and not deal with uh you know everybody up north with you know it gets a little tricky to talk about that but you still there's like a secret hand yeah yeah kind of kind of i think well I've, i've seen it like some you know some dudes came up with like their own flag for southern illinois and you know that kind of stuff but uh it's um but there's, but it's still Illinois, so you, you'll see a lot of like uh, Cub, uh, Chicago Cubs bumper stickers and that kind of stuff. Just even though we're right next to St. Louis, it's it's still the state of Illinois. So yeah, it gets a little tricky, like when you start talking about that stuff. <clears throat> but we are, you know, like I said, it's, like I, if you go up on the hill in Belleville, you can see the arch. It's like right there. So so we're basically almost in downtown St. Louis. No, that's pretty cool. Actually, I was gonna say if you wanted to keep it on the down low, I understand. You know, I I don't yeah. want to I don't want to start a uh, I don't want to start a turf war. You know, I don't want to be the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's his fault. <laughs> he turned on the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but but that that that's what you know, what everything kinda started rolling was that uh it just made the perfect sense to have like a such a close rivalry. Um you know, especially, especially when you start thinking about expenses and stuff, you know, we we have an away game that we can all drive to in half an hour. It helps. Oh, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty darn good. Now, uh, through my research, uh, as I understand it, and uh, Belleville, as I read, is known as Little Egypt. Why is that? Well, the, the whole region of, of Southern Illinois is has been called Little Egypt for. Uh, for as long as I've, I've ever heard about it. Uh, a, a lot of it is that the, uh, the Mississippi River runs down, <clears throat> and um, there's a lot of the towns are named uh, like Cairo and Memphis, and, and, and like named after the, the same towns that are on the Nile. So, like, so just it's like okay. taking the Nile and, and, and transposing the Mississippi on it. So, uh, but that's what I've always understood it to be uh why why it's called that wow that's pretty cool actually i did not know that you know you try to learn about something new every day moving forward um is is there and out of curiosity i guess is there an egyptian population like those people who have probably moved from the the country of egypt and and lived in living in belleville is there an egyptian um uh, uh, but, you lineage? know, not, not not that I'm really aware of. Um, there's a, you know, it's St. Louis is a giant place, and there's it, it's plenty multicultural. You know, there's, uh, uh, you know, if you look at like the city website, it's written in like 15 different languages. You know, so. Uh, but as far as that, I think it, I think the the little Egypt thing goes way back to. Uh, this was a big coal mining area back in the day, and. Uh, uh, it had a lot to do with that, and uh, I, I'm sure something with the, the geology or the topography or something, that's how it came up with it. But um, Atar is actually an Egyptian word, and uh, that's, where we, mm-hmm. that's why we picked it. And then um, the name of our stadium is the Valley of the Kings. Ah, uh, just very like, nice. Yeah, just like, you know, where, where they found all and, – and our mascot is a mummy. Moriarty the mummy, and so we, we just kind of yeah, so, so we just kind of ran with the, with the with the whole Egyptian thing. Oh my goodness, uh, you're gonna have a sarcophagus out there too. Is what's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we're working on all kinds of yeah, all kinds of stuff like uh, like contests where uh, at halftime we get little kids out there and try to wrap each other in toilet paper and look like mummies. You know, just fun stuff, nonsense like that. Uh. No, that's great. That that that's that's really really cool. Um, uh, you have to try. I don't know if he'll. I don't know if it'll ever happen. But uh, I know there's an Egyptian professional who, who is. I don't know if he's still in MLS or not. Maybe in a lower league. You have to bring over Amro Tarek over. He's Egyptian because okay. he played for the Red Bulls. He played for the Red Bulls like like for for two seasons. So I, I think that would be perfect. If you could try and find him and bring him, a, maybe be a part of the club or something. I mean, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, you know what? I I will look him up and see if uh, maybe also he can get Mo Salah to come come over and play for a while. 
that's true. Gibson. Yeah, that'd be not, well. <laughs> well, that's true too. But I, but yeah, but I, yeah. I think I think his pay rate is a lot higher than what you're going to get from Amaro. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> true. There's something about that Liverpool water. I don't know if he's going to be coming yeah. over. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, but exactly. That's awesome. No, but that's awesome. That's very cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any ideas I have, whatever's mine is yours. You can have it. But uh, Great, yeah, uh, what type of stuff? Yeah, there you go. What type of style you like to have your your tactics formations? I mean, I, I, if, what what type of of tactics do you like your coach uh, to implement for your players? Do you like well, to defend? You like? Hmm? Well, I, I think with uh, with us being so new. Uh, we we just really haven't developed a style yet. Uh, I grew up um, uh, when I you know first getting introduced to watching soccer myself personally. You know, and I'd hate for the for our coaches or or other owners to to uh, for me to say something that they, they didn't agree with because they're way no, more savvy about savvy about soccer than me. But I grew up uh, when I first started like picking a team. <laughs> and uh, watching Premier League, uh, Harry Redknapp was the coach uh, at Tottenham, and it, it just seemed oh, to yeah. me like it was fast break soccer, wingbacks flying up constantly, and so I, I've always been a proponent, you know, of that kind of thing. Like I, you know, I like to, if we're gonna lose, let's lose six to five instead of one to nothing. Yeah, you know, that that that's what mm-hmm. my personal take would be. So you like run and gun. Yeah. But that might also just be the American in me. No, you know? Why not? Listen, <laughs> look, or, you know, you, yeah, used to watch, you know, used to watching like uh, no huddle offenses and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I understand what you're talking about. Believe me, I know exactly what you're talking about. Look, some like to uh, defend, some like to cherry pick. And, you know, some like mm-hmm. to counter and some wants to say, yep, let's just go for it and see what happens. Yeah, throw it in the wall and see what sticks. So out of curiosity, you said, you know, your closest rival will be Club Atletico St. Louis. So this means you'll be in the Heartland Conference? Uh, I'm not sure uh, what the exact, what the name of the conference is. Um, we, you know, it's still like early. Um, I know we'll be playing with um, – Des Moines, the Iowa Raptors, the St. Louis, um, Milwaukee, and the Sunshine State, which is in Kansas City. Um, as far as like the official name, I, I I I don't know that information yet. That's fine. No, not a problem at all. I mean, look, whenever you get it, you know, we'll see yep. what happens. And uh, good luck to you, obviously, because you know uh, this is going to be a tough league, and. Uh, you're going to face a lot of solid competitors that are looking to, uh, you know, make the playoffs. And then, of course, once you make the playoffs, depending how deep you go, that's that Covenant Open Cup spot. And uh, yes. this is about the Open Cup that you really want to be a part of, that you want your club to represent your town and, and your region. Well, I, I think um, the big thing would be just the, the recognition it, it, it could bring to uh, our side of the river. Uh, you know, like, I mean, we're suburb of St. Louis, but we're kind of in their shadow, you know, because that's, you know, it's the big city where we're uh, a lot of smaller cities. I mean, there's millions of people over there, but it's like a bunch of little cities, you know, uh, Belleville, O'Fallon, 
Millstadt, all these little towns. But I think if we had, uh, you know, our name instead of it being St. Louis, being the east side of the river, uh, I think that the recognition that that would bring would would mean the most to uh, everybody that lives over here. Absolutely, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and obviously, you know, this year starts St. Louis City SC over in MLS, and um, we're going to go on the down low on this one too. But that's okay. Anyway, uh, but still, though, <laughs> I mean, when you're going to be watching, uh, you know, whatever they do over there with their players, and I guess with their academy, whenever they start building that academy. Um, and their two team, you gonna try and find a way, maybe get some of those players on loan to come over to uh, your town. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, we're. we're I mean, the, the plan is always to be uh, looking to, to become better and, and bigger. Um, I know uh, a couple of our players have uh, have gone over there for the. Uh, I, I think for the Salem City Two game and uh, and uh, had a really good time. Since so the stadium was great. And, uh, you know, we're always looking to um, <clears throat> any kind of cross-promotion or marketing deals we can do with them also would be, uh, would be outstanding. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're always looking for that. And, and it's going to be – it's a big thing because it's uh, – for so long in, in, in St. Louis, it seemed like uh, soccer was, like, really underground. You know, like, you know, everybody get together mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday and, and watch the – watch NBC and watch a game. You know, it wasn't like, you know, you'd ask somebody to turn on a soccer game, say you were at the bar and look at you like you're insane, you know, <laughs> maybe even heckle you a little bit because, they, you know, because they wanted to watch NASCAR or something. But, uh, but now with, right. with St. Louis, yeah, but not, not knocking NASCAR, but now with St. Louis City, you know, it's, it's like leveled up to where it's like it, you can wear a soccer jersey out in public. You know, and you can and you can proud you'd be proud of being a soccer fan. Absolutely. Why not? Be proud, yeah. be loud, yeah, enjoy exactly. the game as much as you can. So just out of curiosity, what's what's it like over in Belleville with the high school kids? Um AYSO? Uh what's the nearest colleges in the southern Illinois area that whether it be Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, you know that you can probably get players to come and join your side as well. Um, well, there's there's plenty of, uh, I mean, there's plenty of uh, the high schools around. Belleville actually has three high schools, uh, two one on each end of town, and then a and a Catholic high school. Uh, and um, it it it's kind of you know it's pretty close knit where where we all grow up. Uh, we ha- we have a thing called like Belclair. Is uh, like the little kid leagues where you start out when you're like four years old, kick the ball around, uh, and a lot, and then there's you grow up, and then there's select teams, and and it's the community is pretty where everybody kind of knows everybody. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, then there's also uh, the Southwestern uh, Southwest Illinois College. There's uh, McKendree University, and there's uh, Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville which is a really big school and, and it's always had a great soccer program. Uh, I, I, I want to say there might be 40,000 students go there. It's, it's really big. That's awesome to hear. And I really hope everything goes yeah. well for you. Well, let me, let me say this to Brian. Uh, I really want to wish you good luck this season. Uh, I really hope that 
your club gets a lot of success for its uh, expansion year and hopefully more success down the road. And uh, good luck when we find out which conference and uh, which uh, region you'll be a part of. Uh, I just want to wish you once again good luck, and hopefully you get a successful season this year. Uh, great. I appreciate every uh, all the sentiments, and uh, I will pass it along to the team and the board members and uh, and let them know. All right. Well, have a good night once again, and good luck. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's Brian Thomas, president uh, of Etar yep. Belleville FC, as uh, he joins us here on the MPSL Soccer Show. Uh, unfortunately, not able to uh, get on Mr. Michael McCarron from Greenville United, president of the club, but hopefully we'll get him on the show uh, on a future date so that we can talk to him uh, to talk about the club and uh, give them the time that, you know, that they truly deserve. Uh, I want to thank my guests tonight, of course, Casey Carr, the co-founder of Charlottetown Hops FC, and just uh, right now, Brian Thomas, president of Atar Belleville FC. Uh, join me next Friday for another show to talk about the rest of the expansion sides coming into the MPSL 2023 season. And this coming Tuesday, uh, once again, a regular Feuerstein's Fire American soccer show. Well, my name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the MPSL soccer show here on the Feuerstein's Fire American soccer show. And as always, please enjoy your football. Have a good night. Take care so long and bye-bye for now.